Uh, hey everybody, what's going on? This is uh, Jordan uh, with my my buddies. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and name yourselves. I'm not going to do it for you. Well, I'm Peyton, and I'm Tyler. All right, and this is the this is the OPS show podcast. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want to call it. We're we're still working out the kinks, but this has been it has been a long time coming. There's been a lot of buzz going on for this. You've been hearing it all over social media. And uh, I mean, it's finally happening, you know. Uh, yeah, and we're recording, so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, now that our sound engineer has got his shit together, I mean, uh, it's hey for for a first time, you know, he's doing pretty good. No, yeah. no, he's not. No, that's just... I, I would say that given <laughs> some more practice. Yeah, Ty Ty gets in the flow be, of things. He's gonna be. He's gonna turn out to be pretty decent Tyler, I, hope, I mean Tyler, sound the sound engineering i'm doing engineer. is just it's just click and drag copy and he's paste. got his <laughs> he's got his uh <laughs> he's got his turntables in his booth over there whatever sound engineers do i don't yeah, know yeah right yeah, uh, they get coffee mouse. they get yeah. coffee That's yeah he gets, he gets coffee <laughs> he gets shit on by the rest of radio but uh he, he's our baby yoda all right grogu you mean uh, which you know whether you like that or not. I, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, spoiler. Yeah, well, I, haven't, I haven't haven't caught up yet. But well, that's that's yeah, not the topic of this podcast. Gotta, that's not the topic of this podcast. <laughs> George, why don't you go, why don't you go ahead and uh, why don't you go ahead and, and, and introduce right. the topic of the podcast? Please. All right. Yeah. So generally, what the show is about, we kind of just come on. We uh, you know get a little get a little tipsy. And we just come on and we talk about you know things that's going on, things that we like, things that. You know the change—the change that we want to see in the world. Essentially, uh, right now, the topic is games that we think are underrated. Interesting. That's a good topic. Um, I know that you stole mine, my topic, or that, my my particular. So it wasn't game. stolen. I think we had sort of like a wavelength kind of. We had a yeah. yeah, we, yeah. we shined together through the ether. We connected. Yeah, we had like and... a mutual shining moment. Right. Well, so I didn't hear any of Tai Tai's suggestions, so I think that that Tai Tai should go first. <laughs> Me, Personally. yeah, Tai Tai, fucking hit him with it. Well, uh, okay, so <clears throat> I guess the first game that I found was quite underrated was a uh, Firewatch. Then... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry, but we can we can just go like one at a time. Like you'll say one, and then the other person will go, and we'll just kind of keep it cycling. You kind of cut them off at like the punchline. Yeah, what a dick. That. <laughs> that's true that is true that it... it's fine to see anyway. the whole talking <laughs> anyway firewatch <laughs> yeah firewatch Fire. so i i had never actually heard of this game i saw it on a steam sale at one point and uh it looked pretty, it's a walking simulator which while it sounds quite boring and you can laugh all you want it's uh it, it's got a pretty compelling story so you're like a uh well you're, you're a firewatch uh out in i think it's montana something like that and um well, really you just choice. you just yeah you just uh is it a companion piece to far cry 5 uh it, <laughs> it very similar graphics to far cry 5 except about four engines uh younger okay <laughs> <laughs> the, the graphics are much more cartoony it's um, in a different county yeah it's, it's not not the same at all actually but <laughs> isn't that like so i have this game in my steam library i haven't played it really isn't that like the game where like you walk up on some like teenagers 
like I don't know, they're like fooling around. So, so yeah, that, that or, is or they're, they're skinny dipping. I think yeah, it's 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 two two teenage girls are just like skinny dipping in a river, oh, really? and it's yeah, so it's it's like not allowed in this park, right? So you're almost the park ranger, but not really. You're a fire watch. Yeah, you're a fire I, watch. I so the, yeah. the the reason that you go over there is because they're popping fireworks off. Um, okay, that makes sense. I thought he was just rolling up on two teenage girls just naked dipping in the water. <laughs> no, no, no. There's no actual nudity in this game, unfortunately. But um. Well, that's gonna. I mean, I think it's perfectly rated. Well, with the rating, what is it? Just rated T, or is it? Is it like have adult like shit in it? Well, let's uh, go to the. Yeah, I don't know. The Steam store page doesn't have like standard ESRB ratings. It just says a. Uh... You know, I never really, kind of an aside, I never really noticed that it didn't have a, like standard like ratings. Yeah, so I've I've actually noticed that like games that recently, standard? I don't games recently I feel like haven't even been getting rated or like I've never even noticed the rating. Interesting. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but like, interesting. Cool. So so why is it over uh, underrated? Tai Tai, explain uh, yourself. I guess it's a personal opinion, obviously, but. Uh... It, I don't know, it's a very compelling story. So the whole premise of the game is like you're all alone in the woods, you're a fire watch in one tower, and you're talking to, I actually don't even remember her name, uh, but another fire watch in a tower like across across the canyon or whatever it is. Um, and so the, the whole time, you know, she's like, hey, there's fireworks popping off, you should go check that out. It's in your sector. And then you go do that um, without spoiling the game, obviously. Um you are kind of just going through some menial tasks, and then at some point you uh, find like a, a, I don't remember if it's a missing boy or a missing hiker, um, but some weird stuff starts going on, and it's it's like yeah. a it's like a it's like a thriller kind of, mm -hmm. but it's classified as a walking simulator. So yeah, I, I, I consider it underrated because like I don't know it like Death Death Stranding is another one kind of. How like really most of the game is just you walking around not really doing anything, but the story well, is actually quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh 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 shut up, shut up, <laughs> shut up. It's not peak gameplay, <laughs> fucking bad gameplay. It's a goddamn movie with walking bits in between. Sometimes that's just what you need. Yeah, like a Telltale game. Shut the. F but there's no what choices is... to be made. It's very defined what? for you. Look, you're you're stuck in your old ways. All right, you're thinking back to Call of Duty Two. Uh, maybe Halo Three. This is about this is the walking simulator age. This is the the indie studio thirty dollar budget walking simulator age. Get out of here! All right, you're allowed to have opinions, okay? And your opinions are also allowed to be completely wrong. <laughs> I don't want to play a game where all I do is walk. Well, it's not you don't that only walk. It. Sometimes you throw a rope up and you climb up a ridge or sometimes you you you, you know climb yeah, up so, onto a rock. So yeah. so and I, so I I've pl I've played the most minute amount of Firewatch. I think I played like the introductory like a little bit, but or the introduction a little bit. But so like Firewatch is kind of different in that regard in that regard to like Death Stranding, something like Death Stranding. We're like Death Stranding knows what it is. It is a hundred percent like, yeah. There's gameplay, quote unquote gameplay, but like, 
the game is actually like it's about the story. Yeah. Whereas which... like Firewatch has like tasks. Well, like, I, what I've heard not from... wa- Sorry, go ahead. What I've heard from Firewatch is that like the story like surrounding the gameplay is like the draw. Cause like, yeah, walk just walking around is like boring, but you also have like, you know, whatever puzzles and like the story that drives you along is what right. people talk about Firewatch for. I don't know the details of the story, but that's what yeah. I've heard about it and why people like it so much. The story is rather short too for Firewatch, isn't it? Like it's not It is. Uh, I think I beat the game in about seven hours, something like that. So it's it's seven you, hours. You can beat it in a, you can beat it in a day. Yeah. Whereas it, like something like death stranding like all the quests are like walk four kilometers in this direction i still i got death stranding day one i still haven't finished that fucking game yeah because it's fucking miserable and yet here you i mean i like it i like it it's just it can be kind of tedious like i'll i'll stand anything kojima does like i'll fucking i'll suck kojima's dick literally until the end of time but that one and i think all of us would do that well (laughs) i don't know tai tai's never played metal gear solid which we or the Metal Gear series, which we found out in the the pregame for this podcast, um, very disappointing to hear. I don't even think he. Yeah, and Metal Gear can't even really at this point. Metal Gear can't even really be on the list because it it's not underrated at all. No, it's I. So uh, this this kind of segues into something we were talking about before the podcast. I think Metal Gear is the original Metal Gear Solid the original metal gear solid as it was in its like true form is like a hundred percent underrated and yeah yeah and that's because so it's i think it is nothing short of a masterpiece that should be like like uh, preserved in the seed vault in Norway or, or Iceland or wherever the fuck it is. Just a fucking a scratched yeah. up bisque of Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I think it's it's it, 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 one of the like achievements of our time. You know, um, like whenever I, the 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 future Nazis come trying to destroy human culture, dude. somebody's gonna die protecting the the Metal Gear Solid disc. Yeah, like like <laughs> keep it secret. Keep it safe. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I think like the Psycho Mantis boss battle by itself okay, yeah. was revolutionary enough to warrant that opinion. Yeah. And I, I know that like I, I've watched a couple streamers talk about it, like big name streamers, and they like go or YouTubers rather, they go back and like revisit it and like the all the criticisms that they have of the game from a modern day perspective are completely valid mm-hmm. um but Naturally. as a product of its time it was like uh, nothing that had ever been done yeah i exactly it would read your memory card to like see what other games you were playing from mm-hmm. konami and so like it 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 was it was good it was a good game i loved okay. it a funny I, little story about that. Like, that's not that's you. that's not one of my choices for the. Oh, yeah, but that's just I wanted to bring it up. Just real quick, a funny story about that game is there's a a scene where you're getting tortured by the uh, the bad oh. guys. Oh, yes. and <laughs> you're you're strapped to this chair or this table, and they electrocute you. And based on how much health you have, you have to essentially keep tapping this button to make sure that your health stays up while they're electrocuting you as it's yeah. going down. You do that like um, three times. Yeah, it, yeah my cool. health was only like maybe three quarters of the way full, 
So when I was tortured, my health went all the way down and I, I went unconscious. Uh, I didn't know that that affected the rest of the game because when I finished uh, Meryl, the girl that you meet early in the game, oh, she fucking she fucking dies. And uh, Otacon is the one that you <laughs> that you ride <laughs> off into the sunset on the motorcycle. Otacon Otacon was also before his fucking time. Yeah. By the way, but, I mean... and then when I played Metal Gear Solid Four, like I had played through the whole series up to four, thinking that Meryl died in the first one, like that was canon. Meryl's dead, <laughs> and then when she shows up in Metal Gear Solid Four, it blew my foot. I had no clue what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I was yeah. like, and then like, it was oh. like, and then Snake was like just talking to her like normal. I'm like, why the fuck? You thought she was fucking dead? Like, why are you just talking to her like you saw her last week? <laughs> Well, that's just, that was just a little that that's that hilarious. blew my mind the first time, but yeah. I got you. Um, so I guess we should talk about the one that we share right now, like mm. for underrated games, and gladly, yeah. So we actually found out that we shared it before we start, like right before we started yeah. the podcast. He stole mine. He stole it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I would like to speak towards it. Uh, yeah. I'd like to introduce it as a topic. Uh, Psychonauts. Psychonauts, one of God, one of the best platforming games of my childhood. I guess the game came out in two thousand five, right? I think so. Yeah, I think it was two thousand five. So, like, technically, I was a child then. Yeah, it was God. It was so good. It was so good. Like visually, the game oh, yeah. was stunning. The the design and everything about it, like the humor, just the tone was perfect for what yeah. it was yeah like visually the game was just it was great Ty, Ty, did you play this game uh i did not however uh looking it God. up there's a there's a psychonauts 2 coming out next year yeah yes, they yes, announced yes, psychonauts yes, yes. two years ago and it's fucking pissing me off yeah <laughs> um it is what it is at this point <laughs> but you know hopefully psychonauts 2 will help recapture that like uh, majesty behind it like i think yeah. i i think i played it on the original xbox i want to say do you maybe, do you want to kind of do you want to kind of explain the premise behind it Peyton? yeah so basically the the main character uh raz putin or raz um he is um yeah he he so He's a good boy, is what he is. Yeah, yeah, sure. You, you could say that. Um, he's so basically he's like a cadet at like I don't know, like a, a summer camp, like it's for psychics or whatever. Yeah. And so like he's trying to like, like he's trying to like fucking to work cut on out that like, time and dedicate that time or some bullshit, like a fucking boy scout. And he like, um, he like finds out that. Like some psychic kids are getting like kidnapped and their brains are being stolen. This is um, a very cartoonish game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's, don't mistake cartoonish for childlike if that makes. Oh, sense. absolutely not. I'm pretty sure yeah. the game is rated T for teen. Yeah, maybe it is it. I think so. I don't remember, but anyway, so basically he like fucking goes into the minds of like different characters. And like fucking like like that's the permit like that's the premise of the game. He like fights like 
the nightmares and fucking demons of like these people's minds. Um, and you get like merit badges and shit while you're doing it. So yeah. like, it's it's a great platformer. Like, it's like it's so good. There's like, like um, yeah. Uh, what was the um the milkman? Yes, I was gonna mention the milkman. Yeah. The mind of the milkman. The mind of the milkman was just that was crazy. Like that was just God. I don't like. I don't remember a game being as influential and in how I like like viewed video games at that mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, yeah. There was de- it was definitely like even now. I don't think there's a game like obviously there've been platformers. Yeah, but there hasn't been one with like the same level of like charm that Psychonauts had because everything about it was just like lovable, you know. Yeah, it is visually vi- like visually stunning. I I love that game and like every environment. There was the one where you like wrestle the level where you wrestle all the luchadors and all that bullshit. Yeah, and like like all the neon colors and like all that bullshit. Like mm-hmm. it was just it was. Like I, I think that level was like excellently just. It was just yeah. a beautiful level. The, and then, the art team behind the game was just like incredibly talented. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, they. It's just it's a great game. I've like objectively one of the best platformers. Like this ever. is the, if there was any game on any of our lists that I would tell you that you need to play, it's Psychonauts. Absolutely, it's ten dollars on uh, Steam. You should pick it up, um, including yeah. you, Tyler. Like fuck. Yeah, tie tie fuck. God damn it. I, I I'll look into it. Also, for anybody out there listening, uh, that that brief moment of uh, a female talking was my idiocy in trying to record some audio. So I actually clicked on a video and didn't have my output set correctly. So ignore that. Or you can just you know edit it out. Uh, that's not that's not possible because it's only it's 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 a mono output so uh, it's there's no way to just get rid of that at least not with my skill Look, level. You know, he's all the, the sound audio. engineer he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I think <laughs> I think I think we need to get new talent. We need to get on, <laughs> we need to get on Fiverr. Not even, <laughs> not even like half an hour in. <laughs> we're, just, we're already thinking about. About downsizing. <laughs> downsizing. It was literally we're, his idea. We can't just <laughs> fucking Zuckerberg his ass. We're <laughs> we're gonna have to cut Tyler out of the pug. <laughs> but it's my podcast. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, back to the topic. Um. Um. Uh. Uh. Jordan. Jordan. What? Yeah. So. My my first choice my, is a game that I I got like just because it was on sale. It, it had come out a while back before I played it. The first time I played it was my freshman year of college in 2013. And it had gone on sale. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I need a new game. I'll go ahead and give it a try. I got it for the 360. Uh, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping, Sleeping Dogs Dog. is... Not enough people have played it because I talk about it and people won't know what I'm talking about or they'll say they heard of it. 
and they never got to play it, but they maybe heard some good stuff about it. I'll tell you right now, Sleeping Dogs is one of the best crime games ever made. I can definitely uh, attest to that. I played I, the ever-living shit out of Sleeping Dogs. Well, there you the go. Sleeping this, Dogs. So this is a game that I have not played. Mm-hmm. I've heard of it. I'm not like, I didn't live under a rock yeah. in, two, in 2012 as far as like games go. But like, it, so so what's the, like the... What's the so deal? The, the premise for Sleeping Dogs, right? You play as this 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 badass motherfucker, this this fucking guy, Wei Shen. He is a man originally from Hong Kong. When he was a kid, he moved to I think it was L.A. He became fucking L.A. super cop, whatever the fuck. And you he said Hong back. Kong. Yeah, he's from Hong Kong. Now our podcast is banned in China. All right, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> There's a whole. It's a man, whole what, market. We what, we had them on lock until we said Hong Kong. One point three billion people down the drain. <laughs> I will not be a Chinese shill. There goes there goes <laughs> the revenue stream right yeah. there. <laughs> anyway, please continue. Uh, Taiwan's a country. <laughs> you mean the Re- the Republic of China? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. The Republic of China is we're, a country. I agree. We can now never go to China. The true <laughs> Chinese government. We lost but, all our sesame credit. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but anyway, he he moves to LA with his family when he's a kid, and he goes back to Hong Kong as an adult uh, to help take down the Chinese triads that are there. And he's essentially essentially an undercover cop story. Like he infiltrates himself into the triads and he gets through all kinds. Of, he starts his way at the low level, you know, local gang bosses. He does jobs for them, uh, all the while corresponding with the local Hong Kong police. Uh, and he moves his way up to the higher, the you know, the bigger, badder uh, CEOs of like, you know, the these criminal enterprises and stuff. And the whole the story is like on the level of like a film crime epic uh like the characters like Wei Shen himself is a fantastic character but the the side characters are also what makes the game as good as it is uh I might have to give that one a look that that sounds pretty interesting yeah it's it's fantastic Hong Kong itself uh as it's realized in the game like obviously I've never been to Hong Kong so I can't take my own experiences but it made me feel like i was in hong kong like the level of detail that the uh, i don't even remember what was the studio i think it was square enix it, it was game? square enix yeah, square you could get e- the yeah. uh you could get the uh hitman skins and all that stuff you could walk around the hitman yeah skins. yeah uh the level of detail that they went into creating hong kong and like you know each of its boroughs or neighborhoods whatever uh is it's it's pretty it's pretty astonishing uh right down to the stores that you can go into uh the the uh the pork bun guys that you see on the corners of the street they're always calling you know as you're walking by or driving by to come buy a pork bun from them uh and the combat is another thing the combat i would say is out of all those things is probably the best thing about the game because it 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 goes by the whole, you know, the the combat style that the Arkham games popularized, but it kind of takes its own twist onto it, and it's it's just fun. It's just fun and really really brutal. Like the the finisher moves that you can do on these people, like you can take a dude's head and shove him into like a spinning rooftop fan. 
uh, kick them into like grinders, like hang them on hooks and shit like that. It's it's pretty intense, but Absolutely. pretty cool, especially for being how old it is. Like the amount of yeah. environmental like stuff you can do with it is. Oh yeah, like not maybe not to the degree of nowadays where you can destroy everything, but like yeah, you could. Well, you know that's what Battlefield Four advertised and turns out i could only destroy that fucking tower <laughs> you know? but it was hey it was a big tower that was disappointing <laughs> it was a big tower that's when i stopped buying fucking battlefield games <laughs> hot take i'd say people a lot of people probably agree with that yeah i kind of i kind of stopped playing after battlefield 3 but uh they they announced the sleeping dogs 2 or it was either announced or teased or something like that, or some kind of multiplayer component was announced a couple of years after the game was released. Yeah. Uh, and naturally, literally nothing has been spoken about it since. So I think it's one of those things that's just lost to the ether. It's fucking dead, like Overwatch 2. Yeah. And, so with a, yeah. with a quick Google search, uh, we will never see a second Sleeping Dogs because uh, the, the game developers United Front officially closed down. So oh, well, there it's you looking go. like we oh. will, we'll, we'll never see a Sleeping Dogs 2. Well, then, listeners, I think we have to take it into our own hands. Fucking rest in penis. <laughs> <laughs> we need to we need to take the helm with Sleeping Dogs 2. Yeah, we're going to start a own. Kickstarter, and we're going to get, like, the IP, and then we're going to make a Sleeping Dogs oh, 2. Oh, funnily, funnily enough, Sleeping Dogs was not originally Sleeping Dogs. It was originally supposed to be a part of the True Crime series. I don't know if you ever played any of the True Crime games, which were also really fun. But it was supposed to be, you know, you had had True Crime, you know, L.A., whatever the fuck it was called, True Crime Streets of New York, where I think, was it R. Kelly that was the person they modeled it after? Oh, I don't remember. No, no, <laughs> yeah, that's, no, not R. Kelly. <laughs> but the uh, the game mechanics that would probably be different now would probably be some sort of urination mini game. <laughs> the hot <laughs> hot urine the hot urine mod to the fucking like game too you'd have a button where you could just piss on people <laughs> but yeah sleeping dogs was supposed to be just another entry in the true crime series and i don't i don't know what happened with it but uh they showed another demo and it changed to sleeping dogs and it just kind of ran with that it never made any mention to the sleep to the true crime series at all but I, I think it's for the better because it, it stands on its own and I, I think yeah. it deserves a sequel. It still holds up yeah. pretty well, though. Like the graphics are a little bit dated, but it's yeah. it's it's not bad enough that like you just kind of feel cringy playing it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like The Witcher One is just garbage. I I've never played the first or the second Witcher games, mostly because have not aged the graphical well. downgrade. Yeah. <laughs> well, Witcher Two is isn't as bad. Witcher One is almost unplayable with how bad the gameplay is in modern standard. Are those are the, are the Witcher games primarily supposed to be PC games? Yeah, I think so. Because I I don't remember the first two being on, you know, Xbox or PlayStation. Maybe they were. I don't know. Because I was a GameCube kid, so obviously you know they're not. The I wasn't Cube. rolling in the dough. Fuck, you know? fuck, dude. GameCube, one of the most underrated consoles. Same. That, that's just my, like... Same, dude. In, in situ hot take. Like, I love the GameCube. Some of my yeah. some of my favorite moments have been playing... Ga like, So I had an Xbox. I was an Xbox baby. Mm -hmm. But my, my friend, my, my best friend Keith, he had a fucking a GameCube. He still has that GameCube, as a matter oh, yeah. of fact. Yeah, when I went home to Texas um, a few months ago, 
uh he he met me and like he stayed the night at my house over like a weekend and um he brought his gamecube and we just mm-hmm. fucking went to town on like uh nhl blitz <laughs> that old game um 007 nightfire oh yeah oh 007 nightfire that was like like i have wet dreams thinking about being a child playing fucking nightfire with my friend keith back then what color gamecube was it indigo was that was that the indigo that, that's the purple one right like that's the, the purple one yes there you go that's the one i had the only true gamecube if we're being honest right I remember, like, years before that, um, like, way, like, a long time ago, my first exposure to the Metal Gear series, actually, was... So the Twin um, Snakes? It was Twin Snakes, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and that was, like, I watched him play it when I, we, we were children, very young at the time. We were just boys. And, like, I went home, or I went to blockbuster oh and geez. and i think they had like god maybe it wasn't blockbuster this uh, this is we're really pulling from the old spank bank here with like yeah memory. i didn't know you were 50 years old goddamn yeah um somehow or another i obtained the playstation one like i had a playstation one but mm-hmm. i obtained the a disc of the, the original metal gear solid and that's that's because he was playing metal gear solid Three, three, mm-hmm. two. I don't remember, but it wasn't the first one. So I went and played. I went and picked up. Like I got my parents. Obviously, I didn't have a fucking job at like six years or eight years old or whatever the fuck. Rightfully but, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, modern America. You know. Thanks, Te- <laughs> thanks, Teddy Roosevelt, for, for that. But uh, <laughs> kept me out of a fucking job at stake. <laughs> yeah, working in the fucking coal factory <laughs> or coal mine. But uh, yeah, so um, uh, I, I, I somehow got a hold of the game. I don't exactly remember, and popped it in my PlayStation, and that's that was my first exposure to um, like that his exposure or the exposure I had with him playing it on the GameCube is what. Mm-hmm. Got me addicted to that franchise. Well, there you go. Right. But anyway. Back to our topic. Yeah, anyway. Sleeping Dogs. You should definitely play it. Alright. I have it on my wish list now. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. Tai Tai. My boy. Look what they did to my Tai Tai. My brother. Hit us with some more game, buddy. Alright, so I guess the next game on my list, uh, I'm going to go a little out of order on my list. Uh, so, Super Liminal. Um, garbage okay. game. Okay, not a garbage game, actually. Garbage game. Payton, garbage game. No, Peyton here Let came over to my case. house one day, and uh, I convinced him to play this game. It's such a bad game. game. He's talking about how bad of a game it is, but he played the entire thing through and through. Uh, I, I think it's pretty good. So, the whole, the whole premise of the game is that you're... Uh, you're a guy who's going under, I don't know if it's like a sleep study or what, but basically um, it's all about perception. And so I don't even know how to describe it. So if you if you like pick up an item and you walk backwards and then you put it up against a wall that's really far away, it'll get bigger. Um, and then some things like if you, 
it's such a visually appealing game that it's hard to yeah like it it, 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 just based on your like field of view like you're it's it's yeah basically you're just manipulating like you can you're using percent like your perception of an object or a level or whatever to manipulate the environment so like kind of what tai tai is talking about is that like if you need to pick you pick up this item and you can make it larger or smaller depending on like how you move like how you perceive it basically so like like he's talking about if you want to make it if you want to make it bigger you kind of like you hold it towards the horizon yeah, yeah, yeah something like that i'm not like a really good artist or anything, why aren't why but... aren't you a, a scientist you can explain this better well see i'm i just can't <laughs> i just fucking can't dude. what do you want from me? i can't even explain how it's, i can't well, explain it so perception is something that we inherently understand as like human beings right yeah like it's one of those things that like it's so inherent that we never have to explain it yeah like the word the no that's stupid (laughs) that's that's, that's the dumbest thing ever it's like it's like trying to explain a color to somebody who's colorblind yeah it's 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 like the urge to masturbate exactly you never have to to explain that yeah it's just because everybody Every man knows the urge to mat or every sorry, I don't want to discriminate. Every every person. And every knows. person that's going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh. There that's is a no topic hell. for another day. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is no hell. <laughs> so this game's super liminal. It came out in uh late twenty nineteen. Uh it's it's a puzzle game. Um but like the I don't know, the dynamic of it is kind of interesting. So, uh, at least the beginning of a game, you don't really understand what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. And then you'll you go in the with the first level. I think you pick up like a little chess piece, and uh, there's this this like overarching voice that's talking to you, and you like move around, put this piece different places, and you can you can move it closer to you, which makes it smaller. You can put it away, which makes it bigger. Um, but then as you progress through the game, you've realized you're kind of in this like dream state and you can't really get uh-huh. out of it. And then I don't know, kind of all hell breaks loose at, at like towards the middle of the game. And then it kind of calms down again. And then at the end, it's just this like real mind fuck of an ending. Uh, yeah, it's again, like, again, really hard to describe. This is probably a poor choice. I, <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of gameplay about this, you know, for this game recently. I didn't even know it was out. Like I'd heard, I'd watched a concept video, like a test, like video about this, like type of concept, like years back. I was in college still about, you know, mechanics similar to this. So I didn't even know this game was out. Yeah. Yeah. It came it's out a, in November of 2019. It's a terrible game. It is not a terrible game. It's a terrible game. It's a terrible game because it's it a just... walking, it's a walking simulator with extra steps and, you know, I've already made my feeling of walking simulators a a known. Well, say what you will. If I haven't made it clear, my feelings on walking simulators is quite high, actually. Uh, As long as there's a good story to go with it, and I thought I thought the story was pretty intriguing at least. All jokes Um, aside, it's actually not that bad of a game. It's a good puzzle game. I think it's pretty. uh, Yeah, I enjoy puzzle games. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty fun. It requires Um, you to think out of the box. It takes like. Yeah, it does. It. it takes like what three hours, two or three hours to beat. Okay. Yeah, I think I think my first playthrough was like four, to, somewhere between yeah. four and five hours. But then my second playthrough, I did in like two. 
yeah any, so like any game one... where you can any game where you can take a tiny soda can and turn it into a giant soda can that's a must play it gets old real fast <laughs> especially like so like you're trying to get it like right and you're just like oh fuck like i'm trying to get this super big but now like i gotta like fuck with this perception it, even more now it's just smaller and it's against the wall more yeah, th- there are some tedious moments. I'll give it that. So th- just one, there's one point where you're in like a, it's almost it's like you walk out of a locker room into a big like swimming pool area, kind of like a like an Olympic pool, Olympic pool, and uh, there's this. Are you uh, talking about that fucking house or yeah, the fucking inflatable it's, house? It's I a hate, goddamn, oh it's a bouncy castle, right? So, oh my god! So I... when you <laughs> when you walk into the bouncy castle, uh, if the bouncy castle is really big. Then when you walk into the bouncy castle, it puts you back into the locker room and you mm-hmm. walk out the locker room again and then you're like a really big person. And then if you make the bouncy house really small and you walk into the bouncy house, it puts you back into the locker room again. You walk out and it's you're like a really small, a small person. Boy. So it, if you don't get it like exactly right, because you're trying to get this bouncy house up to like the third deck of a like, I think it's like a, I'm pretty sure it's a, a diving board that you're trying mm-hmm. to get it up on top of. And then... If you don't get it exactly right, it's damn near impossible. But... That's a pain in the ass. That was like my that so that that particular instance in that game is like but the only actual like no bullshit like all jokes aside negative thing like negative experience that I have with the game is that fucking that particular annoyance. It, Other it than that, very, the game's perfect. It was a very nine point five out of ten. Level. Because that, that one section is like, if you don't get it perfect, then it's impossible. Uh, but you can also walk back into the locker room and then walk out the bouncy house, which like reverses the effects in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that, so if you walk out the bouncy house and you have the bouncy house on top of the third, like the, the third level uh, diving board, then you can go into the next level. Uh, but at, at one point, it's pretty interesting. The uh, You kind of... I don't even know how to describe it. You there's a, there's a little house, uh, it's like a a figurine house that you can try to upsize, and then you're supposed to carry that house through this little portal, which is where you would normally come out of the house, and then after that, the entire game is just a giant mindfuck. Uh, none of it makes any yeah. sense, uh, but it, it's quite intriguing actually. Yeah, I might I might give it a try because the the recent you know videos that I've watched have. Got me interested in giving it a try, so I, I'll, I'll put it on the list. Should it's it's pretty good. The end of the game is it almost feels like a like a self help video. Um, uh-huh. but it's it, it. I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot I actually. Did, I, I played it. I played it three is. times now. So it it kind of is a self help video, and if you haven't tried it out there, you should definitely you should give it a, you should give it a playthrough. It it it's short enough. To, to justify it, and it's it's pretty good. I like it. What what about if you're stupid? Would you still recommend it to stupid people? Uh, uh yes. I would. I can... Any anything that stupid people can do to improve their their like brain usage, you know, stretch that muscle, flex that muscle. Um, they should they should do, you know, improve their problem solving skills. What's very forward thinking. Yeah, and Indeed. I've definitely seen it on sale before, but right now it's nineteen ninety nine on Steam. So uh, okay. Mildly affordable. Not a lot of Great. gameplay for 20 bucks, so I would definitely wait for it to go on sale. Okay. So, yeah, so I guess it's... uh, I guess it's my turn. I mean, do you, are you okay with that? 
Yes, yes, I am. Okay. Uh, give me just a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was so one, that was one second. I I had a, I have a cold for all you listeners out there. Oh, jeez. I don't. Geez. Have, I don't I don't have the coronavirus. Um, oh, okay. So I had okay. pushed push to talk activated, and since I'm going to be talking for an extended period of time, I don't want to have push to talk activated. So anyway, um, uh, so my my next pick is perhaps uh, a a bit controversial. Perhaps. Oh, here we go. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's actually controversial. Um, this, this is how I feel. Okay, so if you don't like it, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, Fallout Three. Oh, okay. I think Fallout Three is better than New Vegas. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, I think for, we're done here. Uh, no, no, we're not for tuning in. Done. We're not for fucking done in. here. You, you can fucking <laughs> shut your goddamn mouth and listen. Uh, first of sure. all. Fallout New Vegas is an evolution of Fallout 3. No doubt about it. Yeah. 100%. Um I I I fucking I agree that some like the reputation system in Fallout New Vegas is better without a doubt. Um that being said, uh Fallout New Vegas had a fucking foundation to stand on, right? And I know a lot of Fallout enthusiasts like uh, from the uh isometric um rpg days fucking hate fallout 3 because it like heralded in like the first person shooter aspect of the game and it's not and you're right it's not like a fucking true like roll the dice fucking rpg Mm -hmm. um one uh to those people i say okay like i mean it's a it's a totally valid critique let's be honest nobody's gonna go back and play like the the vast majority of people are not going to go and play the isometric fallouts. And I I agree. I don't think a, a vast majority uh would. I did. Really? I did because Fallout 3 introduced me to the Fallout series and this is part of why it's one of my like favorite games that I think is underrated um and so I had never heard of Fallout Three at the time. Uh, when God, when was it released? Um, I was it like two thousand seven, two thousand eight? I'm googling it. It was two thousand eight. So I was a uh, fuck. I think I was a freshman in high school. Damn, you were a little boy. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. A, I, was a, I was yet to be developed as a as a gamer fully, right? But um, so. In those days, like I like I wasn't a PC gamer. I was a fucking Xbox gamer. I had a I played Fallout Three on my my three sixty, um, Elite. Actually, funny story. I originally had like the arcade version of the Xbox three sixty. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and um, because it was all I could afford, all my parents could afford, and um, they got the Red Ring of Death. But there was like some fucking warranty thing that my parents had bought with the the system and when we went back to best buy i think they didn't have any more arcade xboxes to exchange for it so i ended mm-hmm. up getting an elite because that was the only one that they had left yeah um and it was to my knowledge no extra charge but that i digress so i had an elite xbox 360 uh, and like my parents 
my fucking gamer den was in the fucking garage. Like, <laughs> basic, basically what happened was, like, we didn't use our garage for anything. So, like, I just set up my gamer den in the fucking garage. And it was, like, mm-hmm. air-conditioned and shit. Like, it was nice, dude. This, like, this garage, it was the ultimate gamer pad. Yeah. Like we had a, we had like a couch in there that we weren't using, like my brother and I um, set up like a couch in there. And anyway, we played fucking game all day. But uh, Fallout Three was like my first introduction, and this is one that I saw one of my friends play uh, on release date. It was in October, I think, is when it was released. I don't mm-hmm. quite remember. Um, yeah, October twenty eighth. I re- specifically remember coming like going over to his house to like study or some bullshit and he was playing the game when i got there and like i i was like this game looks pretty sweet this is like again release date so he had like he hadn't even gotten out of the vault yet and i okay. thought it was i thought it was a really cool fucking cool looking game and i decided to to save up all my v bucks and buy this game and i, <laughs> I did and um I probably like I I have fucking I have goddamn twenty five hours on it on in in the Steam version, mm-hmm. but on that on the fucking three sixty version, I probably had at least a thousand hours at least. Goddamn, I did literally everything, every side quest, the finding like putting all the the hollow tapes together to get the the experimental Merv, like mm-hmm. everything, and. Fallout New Vegas didn't fucking have that. They didn't yeah. have fucking piecing together shit to get a fucking Merv or like, I mean, it had like special weapons, but like, it had fucking goddamn starred bottle caps. Who gives a shit? That's fucking garbage. <laughs> and I I found the Capital Wasteland to be much more, uh, much more entertaining as a as a set piece, as a as a setting. Uh, than Vegas did because like it just felt like Vegas was just empty. Yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah, the main storyline for three took you in like a very like limited part of the map, and then mm-hmm. you had the rest of it to fucking explore by yourself. Whereas like New Vegas, you it like forces you to like I, it doesn't force you, but the storyline does typically like it follows like a circle around the entire fucking yeah. map and then there's like very little for you to discover by yourself well so that's that's actually after. why i didn't ever finish fallout 3 is because of the, like the way the questing worked um i ran into a hiccup where i went to the was the radio tower i don't know if you're trying to find your dad or your son dnr but, yeah so, so yeah, you're trying i think you're trying to find your dad try, right? trying to find your dad in this one yeah followed yeah. by liam neeson Played by yeah, played by the infamous Liam Neeson. <laughs> so so you're trying to find your dad, and then I go to the radio tower and I accidentally like shot the the quest giver in the radio <laughs> tower, and then yeah. lost the quest that just tells you where your dad is. Three dog. And I could never ever figure out what to do after that, so I stopped playing one hundred percent. Well, never touch. There you go. You know, well, it's never too late to try again. You suck. Like, you should have. You should say that, killed. but for some you reason, I can't seem to run Fallout Three on my computer. It like crashes every time I play it, which is astounding to me because it's like well, one of the least I think graphically you, demanded games that you I can think get you on Steam. Still, yeah. 
Well, that's another thing I don't like about Fallout New Vegas. The the PC, I can't speak to the console version, but the PC game, the PC version is like buggy to fuck. Like, I mean, it's, well, it's, New it's Vegas. I beat that game at least four times under every ending, and it it was buggy on from, Xbox. From my too. memory, <laughs> I played Fallout Three on 360. Uh, I played it all the way through. I didn't really encounter any major bugs, nothing like game breaking or anything like that. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's a Bethesda game, so obviously there's. I mean bugs infested yeah. with. But there, there's gonna be bugs in a Bethesda yeah. game. That's just that's just the way it works. I, I think it's pretty fucked up what Bethesda did to Obsidian with Fallout New Vegas, uh-huh. where I think it was like they had to have like an 85 Metacritic rating to yeah, get like more money, and uh-huh. they got like an 84 or some bullshit, <laughs> which is sad. It's so sad. I think Bethesda makes their worlds super big to disperse. <laughs> You know, to for to cause less density for bugs. Like if we make enough game, yeah, there would be are... enough space between <laughs> yeah. the bugs. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, that's Thanks, one of my biggest, Todd. That's one of my biggest I love how Bethesda. Todd Howard's become like the face of evil in the game industry. Uh, and, Bethesda like, used to be fucking like, oh shit, it's Bethesda, and then fucking. But were they though? Were they though? Yeah, I mean, I feel like people used to have a pretty good respect for Bethesda until I like think, you know. Yeah. I think Skyrim was probably like one Todd of the last... Howard's fault. What, did Skyrim come out before New Vegas? I think it came out after, right? It, it came out. After. It came out. Much, yeah, I think, far I think after. Skyrim was like one of the last, but the good Bethesda games because Bethesda just makes their world so like they make them really big and open, and it's really cool. But mm-hmm. it's also just very empty feeling and a lot of walking. I Whereas... think Skyrim's overrated. Yeah, that's, that's over with an O. I they, enjoy playing Skyrim, but I don't think they need to re-release you know, it for every I think console I can agree that's with you. been in history. They just copied it. Yeah. I think they just copied and pasted a bunch of fucking caves, and that's like 90% of like the zones you explore. Yeah. You know what? I don't hate that take. I don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, I I've I played fucking Skyrim. It's on my computer right now. Yeah. But I think everyone has some iteration of Skyrim. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's on the. Is it? Is it still it's on, on the same? Is it on like the Samsung fridge that they were talking about? Like they were going to do? <laughs> can any, Can anybody confirm that? I do not have a Samsung fridge. I can neither confirm nor deny. I also don't have a Maytag. Oh wow, that's that's fancy. I don't know what the fuck type of fridge we have. It doesn't have a goddamn screen though. I can tell you that. I'll tell you that it's not the subject of this podcast. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but you could listen to the podcast on the fridge. That, that'd be that'd be cool. Um, yeah. So that's my hot take. Fallout Three is better than Vegas, uh, New Vegas, and I think it's underrated. Personally, all right. There's a YouTuber who uh, talks about that. I, I forget what his name is, so I can't properly credit him. But you know, he's right. I agree with him. You should go. You should YouTube that. Google that motherfucker on YouTube. I just might. I'm like, yeah. yeah, I might do that. I mean, I already played it, but yeah, he makes some pretty compelling arguments. I, I, yeah, I think he's pretty good. But anyway, well, there you go. Do we have a? Do we have enough time for one more? I think we do. Uh, I believe it's Jordan's turn. It is okay. So, so hear me out on this one. All right, 
All right. All right. So what, when, when I say movie video games, what, what comes to your mind? What do you tell games? No, no, just your overall opinion on video games based on movies. Uh, uh, they're garbage. Absolutely, absolutely bad. garbage. Never played really? a good one. Well, I got a damn good one for you right here. What All if right. I told you about a little game called Shrek 2, the video game? You're really pulling this one out of your ass. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me <laughs> out. All right. So I tell you, have you played Shrek 2? I have not. I didn't even know those games. I'm gonna, actually. I'm gonna tell you right now, as a co-op game, Shrek 2 is a fucking blast. Me and my okay. brother would play this game on our GameCube. We played through it like literally dozens of times. And like obviously we're kids, so we don't You don't know <laughs> shit. Yeah, we don't know yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> but so we don't know the stigma that video game movies have to associate with them. But I think that's also the best way you can look at a game without any type of bias. And it's just like, you know, just pure play value. And as an experience, as an entertainment experience, the Shrek 2 video game is about as good as a couch, you know, co-op game as you could have. Because basically the premise for the game is, uh, obviously, obviously it's based around the movie Shrek 2. (laughs) It's not, there's no, you know, you know, winding. Wait, 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 wait. I thought it was based on Shrek One. No, no, Shrek that's a common mis- Shrek is life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very common misconception. <laughs> but essentially, what it is is, it's, uh, it's a, it's an action game, and you control the characters, whichever character in whichever scenario, you control a group of four characters, uh, and you and one other person have the option to switch between any of those four characters. Like think of, remember the Marvel ultimate Alliance games? No, no, never played them. Well, that was going to be my direct comparison, but it's it's an action game that you can choose between, you know, whichever characters and the, it obviously hits the points that the movie hits, but it also, in order to pad out game length and also to add like, you know, extra, you know, levels to do and like extra fun things to make it more gamey. It it has these levels that were not in the movie like at all. Like there's a there's a level where on their travels to far, far away, their fucking carriage breaks down in the dark forest. And there's a whole level in the dark forest. Uh where you're being chased by this witch. And Little Red Riding Hood is in the game. She you meet her in the forest. She has a basket and she throws apples. Ooh. Uh, you also play as any of the expanded character cast, like, you know, the gingerbread man, uh, the boy who cried wolf. Don- well, I guess donkey's one of the main characters, but okay. <laughs> you kind of, you kind of get the picture. Like, yeah. Uh, it was actually, it was fairly challenging in some parts, especially during like some of the later boss fights. Uh, there's a fight where, there's a, there's a whole level based on breaking the gang out of prison. Like, you know, in the, in the Shrek movie where they get put in prison and they have to escape, like, you know, fucking they're lifting each other up. It's like the, the cell that's in the recesses, like in the ground. And then fucking Pinocchio is wearing a thong and, you know, some shit like that. <laughs> there's a whole level based on that where you're essentially going in to break them out. 
and there's a fight where one of the guards is like this giant troll that was actually pretty tough for a children's game and i don't know man i just really i really love this game like i think back to it and it had no right to be as fun as it was and i i can pretty much guarantee like if i went back i and played it with my brother i'd have the same amount of fun as i had back then the same like nostalgia i guess yeah because it's like it's it's exceedingly stupid it's an exceedingly stupid fucking game <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, for sure is it, is it one of those games that you think you'd go back and like it would actually suck because it doesn't hold up or no, it would just actually be as much fun so as it all. was i think it would be as much fun as it was if not more fun because we our sense of humor is probably a bit more sophisticated than it was when i was like 11 and we yeah. can make more jokes about it and we could also be drunk while playing it. Yeah. There's a lot of experiences that you had as a kid that can be <laughs> maximized greatly, like exponentially, by just being fucking wasted. I agree with that. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll be right back. I had to use the restroom. All right. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Like, that's another game that I would highly recommend just to go and play. Yeah. You know, just for like, just for the fuck of it. Like, this game is not a... I wouldn't say it's a good game. It's a fun game. And that's all games need to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's like the, the basis yeah. of all... Yeah. But I actually... Actually, now, now that we're on the topic of video games based on movies, I do have another late entry to this underrated game. Uh, go, go. debate or Fire discussion. Shoot it off. King Kong. Dude! The, dude. Bro. Dude. <laughs> I forgot dude. that game was so fucking good. The one that was based off of the 2005 King yes. Kong. Yes. For, for all of you listeners out there. First that, of all, it was, it was scary. Like, that game it was, was as a kid. Yeah, it was. And it was visually stunning. Oh, yeah. For the time. I think actually, I'm looking at screenshots of it now. I think it, I think it kind of holds up, honestly. I watched, yeah, I watched a video in the past couple months talking about that exact thing about how the King Kong game, based on that movie, is incredibly underrated. Yeah, it it's, like kind of it's so time. good. It's so good. Like, I unironically think that game is probably, and this is just like a, from a design standpoint and a fun standpoint, one of the better. If not the best game based on a movie, I could definitely see that. Have, have you played, played it, Tyler? I have not. Oh it's, man, I recommend it. I think they released it for like you know PS2, Xbox, and also the 360. Yeah, because it was in that transition period. But it like was the big, so good for me, the big thing about that game was that it didn't have a HUD, which made it because yeah. you, when you aimed. Yeah. You didn't have a crosshair. <laughs> yeah. Especially with the spear. So you were just kind of like gauging it on your own. And me as a little boy, I was like, where's my where's my crosshair? I don't know where what am I what am I shooting at? Yeah. This giant the, bug's coming towards me. The game was like like I like I don't know. I just remember the game being like visually a stunning game mm -hmm. for the time, obviously. Um I think, I think it also had the cast, like from the movie voicing the characters. I think you're right. Uh, who is it? Nicole Kidman? Uh, no. Uh, what was, uh, what was her name? What was her name? I don't remember. Naomi Watts. 
Naomi Watts. Oh my gosh, dude! As a child, and, and your boy, your boy Adrian the Nose Brody. <laughs> yeah, Adrian Brody, dude. Um, and then you had Jack Black, of course. Yeah, Jack Black. Yeah. Um, that's such God, a good movie. By I the way, had such dude. a crush on Naomi Watts back then, dude. Uh, yeah, in that movie. Yeah. Hell, even the goddamn goddamn dude was a newer. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Anyway, the game, awesome. I, I loved it. I, I think it's it's definitely an underrated game. In my opinion. Uh, yeah. Well, I All guess, right. So I think. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Jordan and I came to a conclusion. We're gonna do a uh, sort of a rapid fire round. Uh, uh, how long? Okay, do you we're running out of time like, here. Uh, do you like a minute? Like a minute of just. Yeah, we we can do like a we can do like a minute or two a piece. So I guess uh, we'll let we'll let Jordan close it out. So well, I think we'll we'll just cycle. Like I'll say one, and then you say one. And we'll just keep it going for a little bit. Yeah, that, that works. So, uh, so Donkey Kong Jungle Beat. You use little bongo drums. It was for the GameCube. Nobody nobody knows about it. Oh, it was no, I remember that. Peyton. Okay. Uh, come back to me. Come back to me. <laughs> okay. So, you, got, you guys, you guys had a chance to like discuss this. <laughs> uh, Stranded Deep, uh, island survival game. There's sharks in the water. Uh, quite underrated. It's 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 a lot of fun. Uh, you you good, Peyton? Yeah, yeah. Hellblade: Sin was Sacrifice, dude. Yep, dude. Never good heard game. of it. <laughs> As usual, you, uh, should, you should play it. Uh, Infamous Second Son. It was the first. I think what I can remember game that truly looked like next gen for the PS4. And it was also mm. really fun. I don't give a shit about the characters, but the gameplay was awesome. I don't give a goddamn about the motherfucking characters. Uh, Slime Rancher. A little bit of a, of an obscure game, but, uh, quite enjoyable. It's like a, you just, you suck up different little slime types. Each one has its own like characteristic. And then, uh, there's, there's the, there's a, a mild story to it. Peyton. Just at Radio Future. Oh yeah. It it came with the original Xbox. Um and I remember I had it I had the original Xbox for like three years before I played that game. And I finally played it after three years and it was just fun. It was just a fun game. Uh Tony Hawk's Underground 2. I think it was better than any of the original Tony Hawk Pro Skaters, because it was also kind of based around Jackass because he was around that era. Uh, really fun. You could play a Shrek. Uh, that makes it totally worth it, in my opinion. Absolutely. I love that game. Uh, last one for me, Death Coming. It's uh, it's like a 2D game. You just click on stuff, but the whole point is to kill everybody on the map in like the most efficient way possible. Uh, that's really it. Peyton? Um, I'm going to have to say my last one is going to be the original Need for Speed Hot Pursuit 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Great game. Yeah, it's a fantastic game. Uh, I remember driving around in a Lamborghini Murcielago. Dude, uh, favorite car. Fucking, except I think I drove the, the guy cops. Uh, low IQ move, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Like a very small brain over here. Uh, the, uh, the, anyway, the co-op in that game is, is fantastic. I do, I, do I get one more? Did I go first? Yeah, uh, you did go I, first. Yeah, you did go first. Okay. I mean, 
Well, then I'm done. I got. I have nothing else. It's, it's just, I'm go finished. with it. Go with it. Give us another one. Do you have okay. another one? Well, okay, last one. Uh, oh, shit. The fucking pressure. Uh, <laughs> the, the Chronicles <laughs> of Narnia video game based on the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Get the fuck out! It of was here. another really fun co-op there's, game. There's no way. <laughs> Mr. Tumnus was fucking <laughs> worth a fucking pay. Well, it wasn't Mr. Tumnus. He played as the little kids. Yeah, but Mr. Tumnus, I assume, was in the game. He was in the game. It had little clips from the movie. It was very. I liked the movie when I was a kid. It was fun playing with my brother. Interesting, interesting choice. I, I would not recommend you go play this game, <laughs> but <laughs> it's better than it should have yeah. been. <laughs> Bioshock Two. Okay, the whole Bioshock series in general. Let's just throw that. No, out. no, no. The, the I think the Bioshock series as a whole is rated per- appropriately. I think Bioshock Two though is. I think it's severely underrated. Still, ain't played it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I can see what you're saying. That one, it's it's hated for no reason. I quite. Yeah, right. I love I, I loved think... all the Bioshock games, but Bioshock yeah. Two was like hated for no reason. Uh, yeah, if you if hate Bioshock... Bioshock, by the way. Uh, fuck you. What? If you hate Bioshock oh, yeah. 2, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Fucking turn off the podcast. Fucking unsubscribe. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Now, I, I, uh, Jordan, did you ever play Bioshock? I've played Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. I have yet to touch Bioshock 2, mostly because when it was announced, I didn't give a shit. Yeah, to be you should, you should, You should give it a look. Bioshock 2 is pretty good. It's, it's really I think good, yeah. a lot of people underrate it because Bioshock 1 was masterpiece level in bioshock 2 is just like a good game mm-hmm. it's like so. nickelback people just hate it to hate it because it's a fan uh, now. nickelback ain't that bad i agree i mean I, yeah, yeah i don't, I don't I mean if them. you look at if you look at nickelback from a musical standpoint i mean nickelback's all right but you know especially some of their earlier stuff but that's that's, that's a hot take that's a hot take yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> save nickelback for the whole podcast <laughs> <laughs> for, for the nickelback special uh, on christmas. yeah the nickelback christmas special it's <laughs> <laughs> so cringe listen Wait, to creed next. you guys you guys want to close this out yeah uh, yeah so so if i may um i'm gonna i'm gonna plug the podcast um Hey, good move. Good move. Yeah, plug the podcast. So this is like, guys, this, we're talking about video games today, but tomorrow we're talking maybe, about any kind. Maybe, maybe yeah. something else. Uh, I don't know if you picked up on the like the theme of this podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna be swapping off like who hosts, quote unquote, uh, the podcast, and they're they're gonna pick the topic for for that podcast. And a lot of us have different views on different things. Like I, I'm more I I, I game less than the, than the gentleman here. Uh, my extent of gaming is obsessively playing World of Warcraft nowadays, and uh, these 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 guys are a little bit more involved. But you know, we all have different expertise that we are probably going to draw to draw from for different different topics. So yeah, you know, we we, you we know. just come on here. We're just going to be vibing, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Never, never uh, sober. We, <laughs> I I am actually stone cold sober right now, but. Um, I did have a beer a few hours ago, but anyway, um, so if you are interested in our content, if you want to hear more, um, you know, subscribe. We'll be on Spotify. Also, if I can, oh yeah, on Spotify. We don't have a social media, we don't have social media set up because obviously we're like, 
our current uh, listener base is uh, zero. So yeah, we're just a couple of fuckheads right now. But yeah, so um, uh, to plug, I, you know, to get you interested in the next episode, I just got off the uh, off the phone with the agent here. We're gonna have uh, none other than Iron Mike Tyson next episode, talking about his recent recent bout, his recent draw. So definitely, definitely tune into that. That's yeah, gonna I, be I, he's gonna. What, is that is that real? Do we get Mike Tyson? We got we did. I, I just spoke to him myself. He said be here. We got we got Mike Tyson on the show. He said, "Oh, I'm actually reading the text from him just now. He just texted me. Thanks, guys. I'm really excited to be on the, the, the show. He doesn't uh, type really, like that. Forward <laughs> to talking about pop culture and whatever it is that you guys want to talk about. So that, that's from the word from the mouth of Iron Mike Tyson. The mouth." The mouth. You, can't, you can't hit mouth with a lisp. It's mouth. impossible. <laughs> Whatever you can, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I think it's a lot of fun. This is I, what we, we just do. This, by the way, like this is yeah. our normal our normal. No, banter. this is our singular source of income. Please yeah. support us, or our families will starve. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, you must support us. If you don't support us, I will fucking. I don't know. I, I I might go postal on the if post you office. Big red, fuck you. I'm not gonna go postal on the post office. But if you <laughs> <laughs> like, just put on a list. <laughs> I mean, but, we already uh, said Taiwan wasn't a country. Yeah, well, no, we said Taiwan was a country. Yeah, that's true. Double, but it, but yeah. it, but it was like Republic of China. <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and be that guy. But uh, thanks for tuning in. I'm Tyler. Jordan. And I'm Hong Kong. No, I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm Peyton. Uh, see you later, guys. Talk to talk to you later. Yeah, talk to you yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, give us a call. Shit. Yeah.